now the main event yeah hang on before we get on to this <laughs> let me just have a good think if there's anything else good coming out of disney no please <laughs> please continue right so 2015 uh we had jj abrams at the helm really promising i remember everyone was absolutely buzzing that jj abrams was going to be directing well i was anyway um so uh, the force awakens came out um actually this is my f- this is my favorite of the the three sequels I'm not saying it's great it's all right but um <laughs> i mean if you've seen a new hope you don't need to watch the force awakens no when a new film comes out you expect a new story a new plot you don't expect a film in the same series to be based on and it like a film that already exists literally <laughs> like if you've seen it you know what i'm talking about but basically there's a fucking there's a the thing in a new hope called the death star and that's a massive fucking ship that has a gun powerful enough to blow up an entire planet that's no moon yeah exactly it's, it's that big it look people think it's a moon right it's a gun that can destroy a planet in about 10 seconds so um, when The Force Awakens come out, what do they do? Tell, tell, tell the people what they do, Jake. Instead of making it a space station, they made they turned a planet into a Death Star. Um, so it, essentially, it's a bigger Death Star. <laughs> so it's, essentially, they went into the meeting and just thought, yeah, so do you know this, this episode four, we're going to do that, but everything's going to be bigger. Yeah. Is what they said, basically. I get what you say about Force Awakens and that it's your favourite one in the, fr- in the in the franchise. But that's like saying, do you know, I'd rather have a spoon in my eye rather than a fork or a knife. <laughs> <laughs> do you know what I mean? It's like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I still don't want that thing in my eye, but... <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's it's like a would you rather, and it's, it's like would you rather be it's, would you rather be shot or stabbed? You know what I mean? It's yeah, it's not going to be enjoyable. It's, I will say that it's the most watchable out of the three. Yeah, maybe maybe that's just because, um, like you said before, obviously it came out before Rogue One, so it was the first of this new era of um, Star Wars films in terms of how they looked and yeah. stuff. So maybe that's why, like, you see it and it it looks. Fantastic. Yeah, maybe it's because it just copies New Hope, and it's just like <laughs> tried and te- tried. Well, and that's a good the film, formula, isn't it? That's a good film. That oh yeah, let's just recreate that. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. That's really, oh yeah, that, that 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 should work. That should sell. Yeah, I I was excited as you was when JJ was brought on board because I do like JJ Abrams' work. Yeah, um, I did like his Star Trek films, even though there was a lot of um, <laughs> what is it? What's it called? The 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 glaring thing. Oh, JJ just loads Abrams, of bright lens flashing flares. lights. Lens flares. Yeah. He's just so many lens flares and I'm so middle films. name. You can't see. Honestly, it's it's so weird. But they are good films. Um Super Eight by him. It's like a little love letter to um Steven Spielberg. That's yeah. a good film. Um But yeah, for the most part I think he did Mission Impossible Three as well, um, which is a really good film. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, JJ Abrams he is a good director. There's there's nothing that I'd say that was to say that he wasn't a bad director. Yeah. Um, certainly, I think this film 
it's well directed it's well shot obviously they get all the we mentioned before the production design and the visuals and everything like that and that is just absolutely fantastic um but like you said it's just new hope but everything's bigger and everyone's a bit more moodier because they're all a bit <laughs> younger apart from Harrison Ford it's 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 the most I'd say it's the one I could watch the most out the three not that yeah. I want to watch any of them but <laughs> um I don't know I remember watching the trailer for it and being really really hyped for this film and hmm. um I think the the trailer for it was absolutely fantastic and I remember seeing Kylo's lightsaber and thinking oh yeah that's pretty oh, cool yeah. not as cool as not as cool as Darth Maul's, but thinking, oh yeah, that's pretty cool. Um, obviously, seeing Han and Chewie on the Millennium Falcon just hits you right in the feels. Um, but then, spoiler alert, that all goes down the fucking drain because <laughs> Harrison Han Solo gets killed. Spoiler mm. alert. And then, like, oh, there's the bit where he gets killed and then they all go back to see Leia and they're all sad and mopey. Yeah. And Leia's standing there, and Chewie gets off the ship, and she doesn't even like go over and hug him. Yeah. And I'm yeah. like, fucking, someone hug Chewbacca, please. Like, he's standing <laughs> there mourning his best mate. He didn't get a medal in New Hope, and now no one's coming up to him to give him a hug. <laughs> it's absolutely, it was fucking dummy heading. But. No. I know. Like, so they kill Han, which sort of seen coming. Whatever. Harrison didn't like doing Star Wars films anyway. He was more Indiana Jones, yeah. funny, but whatever. Is what it is. No, Chewbacca didn't get a hug. Whatever. However, we are introduced to new characters in these films. Um, new franchise, even though it's basically New Hope. So, Ray comes into it. Mm. We're introduced to Ray. She is the main protagonist. She is Luke Skywalker 2.0. We don't know any of her backstory in the first film. Um, We know she lives on a planet that is exactly the same as Tatooine, but it's not called Tatooine. (laughs) Um, We know it's basically just sand everywhere. Anakin Skywalker would have a panic attack on this planet. (laughs) Um, But... yeah, it's it's just exactly the same, isn't it? So we've got Ray in replace of Luke. Um, we've got two characters, I think, in replace of Han. Yeah, I think that says how good Han is as a character. Is that they needed two play two characters to replace Han Solo? Um, and those are Finn, who starts off as a stormtrooper, and has like a really interesting, like start. Yeah, that was really cool. And that he's a stormtrooper that realizes he's a bad guy <laughs> yeah he's like a we it's that mitchell and webb thing where it's like are we the baddies <laughs> um he has he has that like little little awakening and then turns turns into a rebel and then you've got poe plays by um oscar isaac adam's mate oscar isaac <laughs> and he's like the best starfighter in he and he's yeah. got a little droid called bb8 who replaces r2d2 mm-hmm. i say replace r2d2 you can't replace r2d2 no. You you've got all these characters that replace the original guys, and mm-hmm. they just they, you can't compare them. Like no, they're very bland. I found them very bland, even in the first film when I think they are 
it's like the best film for them. They're just so bland as yeah. characters. Um, and I don't think it's the acting. I think they give all right performances. Yeah, yeah. In the first film, at least, I just found them like really, really boring. Yeah. Um, and that's a shame, really, because you? You, you've in these films you've got some absolutely fantastic actors, people who come in, especially oh, into yeah. uh, the Last Jedi and. Um, Rise of Skywalker people who come in just for small roles they're unbelievable actors but I can't think of one any character apart from one which uh, we'll talk about shortly that has any sort of depth or like you feel any emotion towards that they're yeah. all flat yeah. they're crap I didn't feel anything towards any of them like even in prequels I still feel a little bit towards Anakin Skywalker even though he's saying that he doesn't like sand and <laughs> that he hates people and stuff like that and the acting's abysmal i still feel stuff towards him i still yeah. feel empathy for him and stuff like that i don't feel mm. anything towards ray other than i think you know you, you're basically luke skywalker but you're a girl and there's there's literally there's nothing towards them characters apart yeah. from like you said one of them which obviously um it's kylo ren isn't it obviously i mean He's the yeah. only character who's got some sort of hint of uh, development. Obviously, he's got his conflict, which is fantastic. Adam Drive is fantastic at displaying this sort of battle that he's got yeah. going on in his head. And I think without that, the trilogy would be so 100%. bad. So bad. Adam Driver is... If you haven't seen Adam Driver act, please go and watch an Adam Driver film because he's mm. an absolutely fantastic actor. And he's a hench as well. Um, and he's henching these films as well, which <laughs> um, and memes. Um, but you're right; he just gets. The, I feel like he gets all the character developments, and he just runs with it, and he just gets his teeth into it. Yeah. And he he's so complex as a character as well, Kylo Ren. Yeah, in that he obviously used to be Luke Skywalker's Padawan, and then he falls to the dark side. Mm. Um. And he like idolizes Darth Vader, and he's got a badass lightsaber. He's he's fucking he's fucking sick. Yeah, he is. You've seen his Tie Fighter as well as Tie Fighter's <laughs> boss. Um, but yeah, it, he's he's the only redeeming factor for me in them films. Yep, that comes out of it. Mm -hmm. The other side, okay. Um, yeah. yeah, I say he's fine in Force Awakens. I went to see Force Wiggins and I was actually really, really impressed with it at the time and thought, oh yeah, this is going to be the start of something really, really good and stuff like that. Yeah. And I was actually really, really excited for what was to come next. Mm. Um, yeah. And well, we all know, sort of... um, we all know what came next. Um, and this is, uh, this is what Jake's been dying to talk about. So, uh, let's get into it. Not dying. Well, you've been dying to rip into it. <laughs> Second episode of um, this film franchise is Star Wars The Last Jedi. If you can already tell by the tone of my voice, this film is the worst. It is absolutely abysmal, this film. For reasons I'm about to go into, I didn't enjoy this film. If you enjoyed this film, fair enough. If you enjoyed this film, there are actually psychopaths in this world that actually thought this was a good film. I've only seen this film once. Mm. I have no interest in going back and watching this film. Ever. 
which is really weird for me because considering I love watching films. This, I don't. I just so I'll give you a bit of context for this film. J.J. Abrams was replaced as director. Not that not that he did a bad job. It was always the the way they were going to do this yeah. is that one director would direct one, another director would direct another, so on and so forth. So J.J. was replaced with um, Ryan Johnson. So Ryan Johnson comes in. Um, he was the director of Looper, which we previously spoke about. Yeah, you quite like that, don't a you? Good fi- a good film. It was all right, yeah. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> uh, he's recently directed Knives Out, which I yeah. sat and watched at the weekend. Um, I was actually excited to see what Ryan Johnson could do with it. Trailers seemed really good, actually. They seemed really like it was going to develop what what had been on the before. Um, and everyone was excited because Luke Skywalker was coming back into it. Luke Skywalker only had one little scene at the end of The Force Awakens. And this was his big film where he was going to come back into it. And we're going to see what he's been up to since the events of Return, to the Je- Return of the Jedi. They absolutely wrecked Luke Skywalker. They destroyed him. Luke in the original films was this heroic character who he was he was basically all that was good, wasn't he? Um in that in that universe sort of thing. When we pick the film back up when we pick up back with Luke in the last Jedi, he's turned into this like absolute hermit that gets milk from these like <laughs> alien cow tits and he's just like lives in a rock with a couple of like fluffy birds called porgs or whatever they're called. Yeah. And he's just like he's 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 not a Jedi anymore or he doesn't want to be a Jedi anymore. He's Ray comes to him and asking him can can I want to I want to be your apprentice and he just like chucks the lightsaber over his shoulder which is ridiculous it's like what the what are you doing and he just refuses to train it and then he he becomes like this angry angry old man (laughs) which is really weird it's just not Luke Skywalker it really wasn't and I get character development and stuff and we've just said like character development and some characters like like it's part of character development. I get that. Mm. I understand that. But it's so far left of what his character used to be. Yeah. It's like such a change in character. It doesn't make sense, to be honest. And the reason that they give why is like this this old little hermit now, it, it's just shocking. It really is. It's like, <laughs> what the fuck are you doing? But anyway, that's just to start off with. Is that they absolutely destroy... The one good, the one character coming into it that I was really looking forward to. However, so that's uh, so it wasn't a good start to be honest. But I thought we'll go with it. We'll come on to Leia. Mm. There's a bit in this film, a really emotional bit. Mm. Now, Carrie Fisher had already died, unfortunately, before this yeah. film come out. Um, her scenes, luckily enough, were all filmed before she passed away. However, there is a bit in this film where Kylo Ren goes to shoot the ship that his that his mother is on. 
essentially killing both his mother and father, mm-hmm. and he doesn't pull the trigger, another TIE fighter does. Everyone on the ship gets sucked into the vacuum of space. Mm-hmm. They all have a very horrible death choking and stuff like that and Leia's one of them and you think oh my god like bloody hell yeah. oh no Adam no. Oh, no do you know what Jake Bef- before you no, no, say no, what no. this is I've got like one note on this entire film and it is exactly this but go ahead so Leia with no previous hints that she has any connection to using the force begins to superman herself <laughs> through the debris of the ship, back onto the ship, while the music's going, ooh, do, 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 like that. And she basically goes back on the ship using the force. Yeah. Like Superman. It's one of it's one of the most... In space, where you, where you die straight away in space because there's no oxygen in space. The, the, there is... There's nothing in space. If you were to... Like in that, in that scene, if you were to be in a vessel in space and it blew up, you would die instantly. I know. J.J. Abrams knows this because mm. he did Star Trek films and people shot out of the star sh- starship all the time and got and this, killed. This isn't even the first instance of of things happening in space that aren't possible. But and I understand it's a film and it, well, you know it's sort of I a kid and yeah, stuff. But come I on, g- I get that. Like that, that I get scene. That. I actually thought that scene was almost perfect until. She fucking miraculously brought herself back to life. So Carrie Fisher, she clock entered across the exactly, galaxy, exactly, and it's it's just crap. So Carrie Fisher died. I thought um, they were gonna create some sort of really like noble and really nice, peaceful way for her to die in the trilogy. And I thought when they did that, yeah, and she's sort of floating through space, and it's really silent and. Her face is like sort of peaceful and she's just in space. And I was like, that's actually really nice. Like, that's a really good way to leave the character there. But no, she... Uh, exactly. She she fucking resurrects herself. I know. Her eyes pop open and her hand goes forward and off she flies. It's, it's one of the most ridiculous like, things I've ever seen. And um, It is. Probably before that point I'd given up with the film. But if I hadn't already given up then, <laughs> I was... Literally, like, the same with um, Rise of Skywalker. There was points where I just looked at the person I was watching it with, and I was like, "I feel like I, I need to leave." Like, this is it's yeah. They're taking the pit. They're taking the piss out of out of the <laughs> hardcore audience, and that's what the, that's exactly they what are. they did. They are. So, I hundred percent agree with you. Um, I, it's, I just couldn't believe what I was watching. To be honest, this is twenty minutes into the film as well, <laughs> and it's like, what the bloody hell is going on? So there's the two original characters. So they've got Luke that they've absolutely shit on. And now Leia is um Supergirl and she can fly around in space and apparently <laughs> breathe in space. Um But nevertheless we'll, we'll we press on with The Last Jedi. Mm. Um so we'll move on to Ray and her parents, which massive deal about her parents and her, who she is and the Force Awakens, mm. but apparently, it means fuck all. Apparently, yep. really, Ray's parents are insignificant. They don't. They don't matter. It doesn't matter who Ray's parents are. Which was a big, massive, like, what the fuck. Um. So Ray's parents don't count. We think. Oh, yeah. And then 
there's so much I want to go into this film and I'm like I'm actually holding back a bit here Mm. I'm not now we're going to go and speak about that casino scene so in the middle of this film Finn and his little mate I can't remember her name what's her name Rose Rose his love interest Rose what a fucking character she was by Mm. the way so Finn and Rose go off to this casino planet and it's all to do like it's like little subtle hints at like capitalism and stuff like that it's ex- it's it's essentially not what star wars is meant to be for me star wars is meant to be escapism and it's meant mm-hmm. to be offer you something it's not meant to force a political opinion down your throat no it's meant it's it's for kids and stuff like that but no ryan johnson thought ah oh, we're gonna do a little casino scene and about like capitalism and gambling and stuff like that. They spend about thirty minutes on this bloody planet. <laughs> Nothing bloody happens other than they let some horses out. They let some horses out and then they get captured. It's like Yeah, it's ridiculous. What was the absolute point in that? There was absolutely no bloody point mm. in them going to that planet. So all that happens. And then we I'm still with this film. I'm still like something's gonna happen to redeem mm. this film. And then we get into the throne scene, and Ray's on the ship. Kylo Ren's there, and th- what's his name's there? Who's meant to be Palpatine, but he's like not Palpatine. Snoke, Snoke's mm. there, and you're like, we still don't know who. St- there's no character development for Snoke. All the character development for Snoke was meant to come in the Last Jedi. We were meant to find out who he is, what his yeah. goals is, and stuff like that. So we still don't have a fucking clue who Snoke is, other than he's a bald twat who sits on the throne <laughs> and pretends he's Emperor Palpatine. <laughs> So, fight's about to start, we think. Yep. Snoke versus Rey. Mm-hmm. Or Snoke versus Kylo, or Rey versus Kylo. Oh, no, no, no. We're just going to kill Snoke off straight away. Yeah. Snoke gets killed straight away. Done. I think Kylo Kylo kills him. Kylo yeah. kills him. Which which is also... Which makes no... So, Snoke's meant to be the sort of, like, supreme being... Controlling yeah, him. So he, he's that sort of powerful. He knows what people are thinking. He knows what people's intentions are. So when Kylo's sort of using the force to get this fucking lightsaber to do him in, how does he not know this is happening? Exactly. It's just bullshit, mate. It makes no bullshit. sense. It makes no sense. And then we have a nice little scene where Kylo and Ray team up and they fight like the stormtroopers. And then you think, oh, Kylo's going to be a good guy now. No, mm-hmm. he's going to stay a bad guy. <laughs> that makes no sense. Why did he kill Snoke? Oh, he's just going to become the supreme leader now. Oh, okay, right, okay, fine. What about the other ranking thing that we introduced in the first film? Oh, no, that doesn't matter now. Okay, kind of like Ray's parents, they don't matter. Okay, okay, fine, <laughs> fine. Sound, nice one. The ending of the film, I don't actually remember much of the end of the film of that Luke becomes a force ghost and <laughs> fights Kylo Ren and has a haircut and does a weird thing where he like brushes his shoulder as yeah, if like there's dirt yeah. on it and it's not, and it's like what the fuck's going on here? But how the fuck is he like thousands of like years He's on a different planet and he's yeah. and then fighting he's... some it's uh oh. no. film's absolutely abysmal. Um as far as I concerned, Ryan Johnson was done. He shouldn't have done another f- film after this one. I think he absolutely ruined the franchise. I think he took what JJ did and he just went off on his own thing. 
Um, mm. And he sort of, in a way, he ignored The Force Awakens and just done his own Star Wars film. 100%. Which I guess they were they were encouraged to do. But yeah. at the same time, there's no there's no... There's no narrative flowing through the three films like there are on the original and mm. the prequel films. There's no overall narrative that runs through the fil- three films. You just don't care about anything. The humour in The Last Jedi is absolutely abysmal. So it goes for sort of um, a Marvel sort of humour where yeah. they like someone tells like a funny pun or something and someone makes like a little comment or it goes quiet. Mm. You know what I mean? But yeah. there's that bit where... Um, I think it's right at the start of the film and it sort of goes off the humour and General Hooks and Poe are having a discussion or something and then it's one of those little jokes and then as soon as I heard that I thought, oh, we're in, we're in trouble here mm. because they're going for something that isn't Star Wars. Um, it, it, it's mad. Like, I'm not saying Star Wars isn't funny. Like, the original films are, f- are full of humour mm-hmm. um, but that type of humour, it just doesn't land for me no. particularly. It it doesn't really land for me in Marvel films. Sometimes I think it's yeah. it's a bit overused, but it was just it was just sad to see it used in Star Wars. So yeah, that sort of humor that they're putting in 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 the Marvel in the MCU, it's uh it it's sort of built upon from the very first film. It's part like it's in Iron Man. That's part of his character. So that sort of um, humor runs throughout the entire um, MCU. But then all of a sudden, when Star Wars exactly. see that. It, it can be quite a nice sort of device to put in a film. They just drop it in, and these characters haven't done that kind of thing before. But like you said, you know, there's the lines in the original films, like you know, the "I love you" line to Han Solo, and he just says, "I know." Exactly. That works, but don't give it to characters who don't sort of have that trait. Don't try and get cheap laughs from an audience. Hundred percent, mate. You're spot on. So, the Last Jedi basically really put me down about Star Wars. To be honest, I wasn't asked about yeah. it. Han Solo solo film came out mm. in like May. Um, it was about a young Han Solo. That was all right. It wasn't great. No. Darth Maul was in it. Darth Maul. That was a cool bit, but meh. And then we come on to Rise of Skywalker. Rise of Skywalker. Um, just, just a quick point, actually, and this is um. It's it's worth thinking about, I think. So obviously, yeah, JJ did the Force Awakens, um, Ryan Johnson did the other one, um, and for Rise of Skywalker, it was supposed to be someone else, and I can't remember his name, but he got sacked off, didn't he? It was meant to be Colin Trevoff. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Trevoff. I can't say his surname. He did the Jurassic World film, the first yeah, one, but they, he did a good job on he that. Bi- film. He binned them off though, basically, and then obviously got JJ back to do um, the the final film. So it's it's worth mm-hmm. thinking about if JJ did all three, do you think did it'd be any better? Do you think there'd be more sort of consistency yeah. across the thing? It'd be yeah more redeemable as a trilogy. A hundred percent. This trilogy was lost because it didn't have no no one guide in that entire narrative, mm. like George Lucas did on the originals and the prequels. Even like I said before, John Favreau on the Mandalorian. He's the showrunner for The Mandalorian. Yeah. Yes, he had other directors come in and direct other stuff. But at the end of the day, the story and how it flowed and stuff like that, it all yeah. started and ended with John Favreau. Yeah. Ultimately, he, he's basically got final say. Maybe not final say, but... Full creative control. So JJ get, gets brought in for Rise of Skywalker and 
he's then got to try and fix what Ryan Johnson's messed up in The Last Jedi. Which... It's just too far you, gone, isn't it? I don't, I don't know. It's It was just too far gone, but I felt a bit for J.J. because I feel like there's, there's that rumour that the film that Disney actually put out is totally different to the one that JJ handed in to them. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. Apparently apparently Disney completely re edited it. Same same story with Rogue One, I suppose, isn't it? Exactly. And that and that's the issue with these films. I mean, the, the sort of overriding factor is that Disney bought Star Wars. They made the money back, fair enough. They're always gonna make money, but that's because they stick to this this formula that works. And you talked earlier about universal appeal so for example the Ewoks they're brought in like the sort of little cute animals it works in the original trilogy because they're sort of integral to that that scene they they help them yeah, yeah. and they you know pretty sure memories are a bit hazy I haven't watched the originals in a while but they they win the fight and you know they're, they're quite in they're, still, they're there they're there to sell merchandise and toys but at the end of the day they're also there because they, they, they're part of the plot as well in a way yeah, yeah exactly they 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 play the part and then uh, also you mentioned the porgs um or whatever they're called what purpose do they serve food for chewbacca so and to do a little weird screaming noise so exactly there's no there's no absolutely no point so they put the porgs in they put them in the trailer they put them in the film they give them that sort of comedy element it sells a shitload of merchandise and it makes them even more money they do the same thing with whatever they were called in the Rise of Skywalker. I, c- I can't think. Or there was like a little cute alien or something. What was it called? Oh, uh, the little, the little, the little goofy uh, mechanically thing. one. Can't remember yeah, what it was called. Exactly, because the they they're not relevant. They put them in to sort yeah. of fit the formula. And and one thing I just quickly want to say: you look at those films. It's like twenty five percent of the actors are white, twenty five percent are black, twenty five percent of yeah. other ethnic minorities. It's it's a mm-hmm. formula and. You can see why they do it, but they focus so much on all these things to sort of build a film up, and then it becomes a a big pile of shit that involves no consistency in plot or characters yeah, or themes, and um, it then it, it just becomes um, easy watching. Obviously, it's for kids. That's fine. I'm not annoyed about that. Ultimately, they're for kids, but it's there for people to enjoy it on that sort of. Nothing makes level. sense. Yeah, throughout them. There's no, there's no, nothing, there's no continuity, the continuity goes right out the window, yeah, yeah, yeah. and nothing makes sense yeah. in these films. Um, it just felt, it just felt like they were writing it on the cuff, and it was just like, as they were going along, like, oh, that's a good idea, we'll put that in and stuff like that. Yeah. So Rise of, Rise of the Skywalker comes out um, last year. I didn't give two shits about this film, but the trailers, I, I couldn't be arsed with it. Um, I was going to go and see this film, but I wasn't excited for this film at all. Um, nevertheless, I did go at midnight to see this film, not because I was dead excited to see this film. What I wanted is to go at midnight because I didn't want someone to see this film before me come in and tell me that they really enjoyed this film and that it was really, really good. Mm. I wanted to go into it first, knowing that no one's influenced my opinion of how shit this film is because it is absolutely fucking abysmal um i do feel for jj because he does try and mess up ryan johnson's mess from the last jedi and he just try and sort of put something together so i'll just give a brief like quick thing over rise of the skywalker because it is 
I don't really want to talk about it much because it's utter fucking crap. But <laughs> Ray is turns out to be so all that stuff in the last Jedi where Ray isn't important. Actually, she really is fucking important because she's Palpatine's granddaughter. Um, so she's the granddaughter of the bad guy. Palpatine, for some fucking reason, yep. pops up into the film. Yep. He appears. He died in Return of the Jedi. It's not explained how he's alive at all, other than he's got a mechanical back now, <laughs> and he like floats around a bit. <laughs> there's there's no explanation for him being there. Um, he so he's back into it. Yeah. Ray. So now all of a sudden, Ray is very important. Um, too little, too late. She's Palpatine's daughter. Fine. Kylo Ren gets a little bit of conscience and then turns back to the light side. Um, has a little chat with his dead dad. Becomes back to turns back into Ben Solo. Then comes racing back and they they sort of fight Palpatine together. Yeah. Um. That was absolutely fucking mental. So Palpatine, um, uses Force Lightning. But in this one, he uses force lightning, and it goes all up into the the upper atmosphere, and it goes up into like the ships and everything like that. <laughs> it usually only just used to be about two foot away from him, but now apparently he can go to bloody Goku levels, and he's like absolutely Dragon Ball there. But that was just absolutely mental. Um there's new stormtroopers and they're all red and they're called Sith troopers. It's never explained how where they all come from. They're no. just there on a planet. Yeah. All fucking five million of them. Um <laughs> That's in it. There's where else? All, all, Finn's in it. Yeah. <laughs> Finn's in it. Finn does fuck all. That's actually it that is actually Finn's surname for everyone, by the way. It, his surname is Fuck All, it's Finn Fuck All, because that's all he does. He does fuck all throughout the whole three films. Poe's in it. I can't even remember what Poe's doing. I can't even remember what Poe does in the film. Probably does something in his in his ship because that's all he that's all the character development he gets. Um It's just absolutely shite. But there's there's bits there's bits in this one that mess with the law of Star Wars, and there's a bit that really annoyed me in that Ray, at the end of it, has her own lightsaber, and it's yellow. It's fucking yellow. A yellow lightsaber is for someone who has reached peak Jedi-ness. It's like someone who is the ultimate Jedi. Like they are the absolute pinnacle of being a Jedi, and she just gives herself one. Nah, <laughs> fuck off. Fuck off. Yeah, she, it's not like she, she's not the first person oh, to kill Palpatine. Mate, I hate this film. There's the bit as well where there was a bit where you think Chewbacca's dead. And no, that was a joke. Honestly. That was wait, a joke. Swear down. Swear down. I thought he was actually dead because yeah, I same. thought that would be legit a way that they would kill Chewbacca. Yeah. And I was literally prepared to I remember walk out of that cinema. I was I was watching this with my mate and when Chewbacca, well, before Chewbacca died, he turned to me and he said, dead laugh in the cinema. He went, you're fucking joking. He was like, how the fuck? Exactly. He said, how the fuck are you going to kill a character like that? Off, Like, he wasn't even on screen. Like, like obviously, he, you know, he, he wasn't dead. But what a joke. What a joke. It was an absolute joke. Honestly, the whole film is a joke. And I get that JJ was trying to clean up from, J- from Ryan Johnson's mess. But, oh, 
Right. Well, you know, you know when a, a racehorse breaks, it's like there's not much you can do for it. You know what I mean? Which is why they put, yeah, you just which, put is, it which is why they put them down. So it's like the horse that is Star Wars in this uh, sequel trilogy fell really badly during the Last Jedi, and then someone dropped it outside J.J. Yeah. Abrams' house and said, "Make it better." You can't do yeah. it. You just can't do it. It's oh, mate. Honestly, Rise of the Skywalker. I'd I'd say. The Last Jedi is the worst film for me. Yeah, hundred percent. Just because of what it, because it messed up Rise of the Skywalker, mm. but take nothing away from Rise of Skywalker. That is honestly an abysmal film. Mm. It is absolutely shocking to watch. So yeah, there you go. The history I'm of Star Wars. I'm absolutely fuming. I'm I'm absolutely fuming now. Um, <laughs> Can we try and end on a happy note? I don't know. Um, we can sort of. So um, on this episode, um, we knew, well, I especially knew Jake was going to go in hard on Ryan Johnson, which he did, and it's justified. So we decided we'd both watch Knives Out uh, at the weekend, and we'd... Reluctantly. Yeah, yeah. We, we'd um, basically try and give Ryan Johnson some redeeming uh, praise. Um, so we'll quickly go over Knives Out. So... I really liked it. I thought it was brilliant. Yeah, it was. It was. It was good. <laughs> I mean, I <laughs> I'm really uncomfortable with giving Ryan Johnson praise from now on. So we could, uh, he could honestly do one of the best films ever made, and yeah. I'd be really uncomfortable with giving him any praise because of what he did to his last in the last Jedi. Um, I did enjoy Knives Out. I'll be honest. Yeah. Um, I did enjoy it. I think Daniel Craig is really, really good in it. He's um, yeah. I think the whole cast actually is absolutely brilliant yeah um anna anna de armes i think mm-hmm. her name is she was in blade runner yeah Um. she's been in quite a few films over the past few years she really shines in this film she, yeah. she actually like sort of carries this film she does carry the film but yeah. she, she's really really strong really strong performance from mm-hmm. her chris evans isn't it he's absolutely hilarious he's yeah. a complete opposite to steve rogers and captain America yeah it's like the marvel film every sentence he says He's like swearing and being like a proper like cheeky sort of bastard. Every sentence yeah, yeah. that comes out of his mouth, he's stepping further and further away from his character in the MCU, which is fantastic. Yeah, I did really enjoy it. I, I didn't. Um, it was it's it's obviously like an a who's done it sort of film, isn't it? Yeah, like a, yeah. A detective sort of film. Um, I didn't honestly see the ending coming. I mm. thought that was really unique. Um, th- there's a way that they do the who's done it that is really unique as well. Mm. Is that the they give you information and stuff like that, don't they? That normally saw these sorts of films don't provide the audience. Yeah. Um, no, I did. I did enjoy it. Um, I'd probably give it more praise if it wasn't directed by someone who was an absolute fucking maniac. But um, no, it, it was a good film. Yeah. I, yeah. Like I said before, I really enjoyed it. I think the sort of um, genre of like sort of who done it sort of a bit cringy in the past like you've got series like agatha christie and all that all that crap so he's sort of like rewritten this genre and i think he's taken everything that's like over the top and cringy and sort of elevated it to a comedic level without stepping away from giving yeah without stepping away from giving you that sort of core information yeah. that you need um i think it's really yeah, i think yeah. it's really funny well it's hilarious actually yeah i thought it was really and, uh, funny obviously you have to give him praise he's the sole writer so you've got to give him that um I think it's very clever. I suppose so. You talked actually about how he tries to move 
uh, like political commentary into his films and how it didn't work in Star Wars, which it really didn't. But in this, there's a really funny thing actually where Anna de Armas's character, who's from South America, is um, they don't actually know what country she's from, but every sort of person in this family is trying to discover, well, trying to like commenting on what country she is from, and they all get it wrong. And I think that's brilliant. So that's sort yeah, of yeah. like this elite American family can't get their head past yeah. sort of like immigration and stuff and um, there's some cool camera things um it's full of people no i thought i thought it was a good film um yeah i, I enjoyed it yeah. i thought it was good yeah um but yeah everyone's in it but yeah. um it's not enough for jake to like ryan johnson unfortunately nope. so i think on that um we are ending on sort of a good note though yeah but yeah uh Bit of a longer episode this time, but thanks very much for listening. Stay safe, everyone. Thank you. We're the Cantina Band. If you have any requests, shout them out. Play that same song. All right, same song. Here we go. (laughs) 